Hello, friends. Dr. Joseph coming to you for our day nine of our podcast as we're going through the book of Psalms, and I hope that you're enjoying this. And so we're going to be in Psalm chapter nine, and I'm going to be reading out the New International Version. So let's uh, let's dig in here, and we'll add some comments here at the very end. It says, I will praise you, O Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonders. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. My enemies turn back. They stumble and perish before you. For you have upheld my right and my cause. You have sat on your throne judging righteously. You've rebuked the nations and destroyed the wicked. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. Endless ruin has overtaken the enemy. You've uprooted their cities. Even the memory of them has perished. The Lord reigns forever. He has established his throne for judgment. He will judge the world in righteousness. He will govern the peoples with justice. The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of of trouble. Those who know your name will trust in you. For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. Sing praises to the Lord enthroned in Zion. Proclaim among the nations what he has done. For he who avenges blood remembers. He does not ignore the cry of the afflicted. O Lord, see how my enemies persecute me. Have mercy and lift me up from the gates of death, that I may declare your praises in the gates of the daughter of Zion, and there rejoice in your salvation. The nations have fallen into the pit they have dug. Their feet have caught in the net they have hidden. The Lord is known by his justice. The wicked are ensnared by the works of their hands. The wicked return to the grave, all the nations that forget God. But the needy will not always be forgotten, nor the hope of the afflicted ever perish. Arise, O Lord, let not man triumph. Let the nations be judged in your presence. Strike them with terror, O Lord. Let the nations know they are but men. Now, in this psalm, we have here where David, uh, that's it's attributed to, to David, and David is making this, uh, he's kind of blending together a imprecatory psalm where he's asking for God to judge, uh, judge wickedness in this moment. But he's also, uh, he's also in this psalm, uh, he is uh, calling for people to praise the Lord. And so it's this call to worship that's happening in this moment. And, and he, he really kind of breaks it down of just what it means for, uh, for us to just live in this time with this, this hope, this hope of, Whenever troubles come, where do I find my hope? Whenever things happen, uh, where do I find my hope? And and does God have a concern for me in the midst of life struggles and pain? And so uh, let's just kind of walk through this this psalm. Uh, where do we see this? And so he begins in verse one and two. He's he's talking about how he's praising Lord the Lord for his deeds, which is. Very common you see in Psalms. And what a just a great reminder for us with prayer. Yes, we can come to the Lord in some of our hardest moments and we can just cry out to him. But uh, we also see in prayer, you know what? Prayer should also include praise. Meaning that we're coming to the Lord, not just with a list of demands and needs. Yes, he knows that. He wants us to cry out from that. But we also come with praise. We're praising God for who he is. And that's what he says. I'll praise you, Lord, with all my heart. I'll tell of all of your wonders. 
And so he's speaking out. He's speaking of the miracles of God. He's seen the faithfulness of God over and over again. And then he he starts with this list of the things that uh, that God has done. He's he talks about how the the enemies have stumbled before the Lord. How he's upheld his cause. That whenever God is sitting on his throne, he's judging righteously. And how he's turned nations away. He's rebuked them. He's destroyed them. He's blotted out their names. And uh, how there's he has seen the work of God uh, in his enemies. And how they have not been able to hold together by any kind of means. He uses this word. They've blotted out their name forever. Even their memory of them has perished. And then he comes back to just remembering as well. What the Lord has done. He remembers the righteousness of God. And uh, he remembers the justice of God. He says in verse 8, He will judge the world in righteousness. He will govern the peoples with justice. And then verse 9 again, The Lord is a refuge. He's this place, this safe place that the oppressed, that anybody can run to. A stronghold in times of trouble. And what a great reminder for all of us, no matter what we're going through, what the situation is. Uh, that that he is the one that we can run to at all times. And those who know your name will trust in you. Right? And so there's this beautiful picture of his righteousness. And, you know, it, here's the thing to just kind of see in, in his righteousness. His righteousness shouldn't be something that pushes us out. Instead, his righteousness, because God is right and just, that should draw us in. Because why? He's truth. We should be drawn to truth. And not only does it draw us in, but his righteousness, as it says in verse time, in verse 10, it will actually draw a line around us. You see, truth actually protects us. It says, those who know your name will trust you, for you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. He's, he's talking about how there's this line of protection, this line of his justice that's drawn around us, protecting us in these situations. And then he goes on, verses 11 and 12, talk about the power of God, proclaiming among the nations. Right? He does not ignore the cry of the afflicted. What a great thing to remember about God. He does not ignore the cry of the afflicted. Friend, today, no matter where you are, no matter what your heart is going through, if you are afflicted, friend, know that he hears your cry. That's what Romans 8 just reminds us so, so much again, that he knows the groanings of our heart. The struggles in our heart. He knows those and he still calls, he still loves us and he knows us. He's not ignoring that in any way. He does not forget it. And then verses 13 through 17, we're just remembering his deliverance. He has seen it over and over again. That whenever nations tried to come against the nation of Israel, God delivered, God showed his power. And, and God is showing over and over again that they will not be forgotten that there is hope that's found in the Lord. And God is going to take care of that. And he just, he's reminding himself at the very end to just live in the promises of God. Remember the hope that we have in him. He says, the needy will not always be forgotten, nor the hope of the afflicted ever perish. Arise, O Lord, let not man triumph. Let the nations be judged in your presence. Strike them with terror, Lord. Let the nations know. They are but men, meaning God is going to handle things. You know, I think that's just a great reminder for us. Sometimes when it comes to dealing with justice, we try to pick up 
the hammer of wrath. But we have to let God take care of things. God is going to handle things for us as we are his children. So just know, wherever you are today, one, God has not forgotten you. And the the beauty, the righteousness of God should not push us out. It should draw us in. He's been faithful. He's shown it over and over again. And you can live in his promises that you will not be forgotten, that you will not be unheard. He knows where you are. He sees you and he is for you today. Friends, thank you again for this time of just being in God's word together. And we look forward to uh, the next times we continue just to walk through these Psalms and grow uh, in in God's truth uh, over these next few weeks together. So God bless you guys and talk to you soon.